0: Play, chase play chase, place, play chase, chase, play chase, play chase, play chase. chase. Hello, hello, and welcome to Temple of the Fallspot. We're X and not optimized, but our plays sure is heck are fun. I'm Andy. Orbos! And you won't ever get that joke. Uh, <laughs> welcome to season 11. 11? 11. This is episode 101. It's very yeah. cool. I'm I'm mm-hmm. thrilled to be on be beyond that threshold. That not that threshold, that milestone. It's uh it's been a wild journey getting here. And uh, this season this season's going to be full of some wild things uh, it's I just realized that because we do 10 episodes on and 2 episodes off uh, or 2 weeks off mm-hmm. uh, it comes out to about a quarter of a year so this is our yeah. spring quarter uh, in fact our last episode of this upcoming season is the first day of summer so something we look forward to when we get there, there we go. Um, <clears throat> we're we're bringing the show on the road in a couple weeks. By which I mean, I'm bringing my recording equipment to Bruce's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> getting back to our roots. Mm. I uh, <clears throat> you can tell it's spring because my voice is slightly hoarse because allergies. <laughs> um, but uh, hey. I don't know if you knew this but uh as of recording in a couple weeks we've got march of the machine release and uh i think it comes out between this episode and next uh and with that is the march of the machine commander decks which today were previewed and so we had to rush to our computers and uh, well we had scheduled time to talk anyway so uh (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna talk today not about the commander decks but about what comes with the commander decks which is plane chase baby plane chase our favorite format variant uh you can just add it to any game uh and if you don't know what plane chase is uh i've got a link right here i don't know if it's actually going to be on screen or down below uh it's definitely going to be down below for sure uh We have a whole episode about plane chase. I'm sure we have two at this point. Uh, As a quick rundown, um, basically you've got a stack of planes, uh, as seen here. I've got a picture of one right here. Uh, And they act as essentially world enchantments, which is uh, I'm not going to get into. Uh, And once per turn, you roll a die, and you can either – there's a high chance that you're going to not do anything – Uh, But there's also a chance that chaos ensues is what they call it now, which is cool, I guess. Sure. Uh, Or you can get the Planeswalk symbol and go to a new plane where a new effect happens. Um, So with the March of the Machine commander decks, they've made 25 new planes, five new ones for each commander deck, Yes. Uh, and we just wanted to kind of look at them and re- I guess react to them, uh, because we're just plain he- plain chase junkies, plain plain heads. Is that what we call ourselves now, plain heads? Plane chasers. Plane chasers. That's much better. Um, there we go. <laughs> there's. I mean, there's been countless nights where. Our playgroup just goes, plane chase, plane chase, plane chase, plane chase. Right. In fact, if you want to join me, maybe this is how I'll introduce the episode. Plane chase, plane place, chase, place, plane chase, chase. Play chase, plane chase, plane chase. Yeah, well, okay. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we wanted to take each episode uh, and talk about a handful of the new planes, kind of look at them, right. deconstruct them a little, talk about the relevance, how excited we are, there's going to be some that we don't care mm-hmm. about. We'll move right past. Yeah. And we predict this will probably be about three episodes. So that's exciting.
1: Yeah, we predict this will be, insert correct number of, of episodes here.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is funny, because um, I probably won't even have gotten to the end of it
1: by the time probably. I edit
0: this, but we'll
1: see. So, just something quick before we get started. Mm-hmm. Um, Every plane, essentially, there's, there's the ability on the plane. Now that just reads whatever it reads. Sometimes it's when you planes walk there, sometimes it's on upkeep, sometimes it, whatever the ver, whatever the variation. That's just what happens on the plane. Um, then there's an ability, and this is the chaos ability, or as it's the term now, when chaos ensues. Now you're rolling a six-sided die. Now your die has the plane chase symbol on one side the chaos symbol on another side and then four blank sides so you roll that and you can roll that on your turn or not so you have a choice and if you roll it and you get one or either the plane the chaos symbol then you do chaos and you get the plane chase symbol you get, you get to walk away to the next plane which uh, as far as what, the way we're going to discuss it we're going to discuss it as though you don't know what the next plane is so we're just going to look at each plane completely separate I just want to make sure that everybody understands how it works on your turn. Yeah. Uh, the other key part to remember is if you would like to roll the plane or die again on your turn, you get one free one, and then you pay a tax of one on every other roll, but the tax is cumulative. So you if you want to roll a second time, you pay one. If you want to roll a third time, you pay two. If you want to roll a fourth, pay three, etc. for your turn. So if you really either really hate where you are and you want to planeswalk away, or maybe you really want to roll the chaos part, you can pay extra to keep rolling. Um, And I have found in our games that depending on your deck, oftentimes you want to spend off, you're going to spend the rest of your mana just rolling dot, rolling the planer die again, just to change whatever the current situation is. Yeah. Uh, So,
0: um, um, And I think too with that as well. Uh, just keep in mind there are plenty of plays, plenty of ways to play Plane Chase. We've seen, you know, I think the original is, and the yes. quote-unquote intended way is that each person has a ten, at least a ten, card deck of planes yeah. or phenomenon. There are no new right. phenomenon, so we're not going to talk about them here. Um, and when you roll planes Walk, you flip over the top one. Uh, yes. The way most people play is a deck in the middle, and we all yeah. flip from one deck. Which, Big stack of cards. Uh, makes it a little bit easier so that nobody's, like, you know, making their prime deck of planes. and
1: Right. And I will say the other variant to consider, and I'm going to lump pretty much all of them up in one, is you reveal, you reveal some number of the planes. Mm-hmm or some variation of that, and choose one of those. Right. So you get a little bit of control as far as where you're going. And some people like that, and some people are much prefer the chaos of just flipping the next one over for plane chase. So you end up walking into a plane that you can't stand. Um, but that's sort of the model. So.
0: Um, yeah. So I just kind of wanted to get that out of the way, because okay. we will not be discussing how... Nope. Well, certain things are in like if you're trying to build the 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 optimized you know deck for yourself. Like this is everyone plays the same deck. Just flip off the top. Um,
1: Yeah, and we're just we're just checking out the new cards.
0: Now that we're well into our episode, let's get right into the first one. Uh, We've got Enigma Ridges enigma ridges is uh on the plane of Equire, equire. i yeah. echo here sure equire um
1: e-quire. i don't know I, I don't know how to pronounce it but i'm gonna i think equire sounds great
0: i don't know too much about this plane um i'm sure we've heard tale of it minorly um But it says, when you planeswalk to Enigma Ridges, each player who controls fewer lands than the player who controls the most lands searches their library for a number of basic lands, uh, land cards less than or equal to the difference, reveals them, puts them in the hand, and then shuffles. Uh, And then the chaos ability is whenever chaos ensues, draw a card, then you may put a land card from your hand onto the battlefield. Um, So that second one, or that that uh, that chaos is just uh, what is it growth spiral. That's it's pretty nice to have for yeah. potentially free, um, and especially if you just got a handful of land because of the Planeswalking ability. I think that uh, that has the potential too to like fill up your graveyard, um, if that's your thing. Because uh, then you'll. It have certainly and, can. Yeah.
1: Um, just. On the straight of it, I, this is a great plane for no other reason than it keep, puts everybody in the game. Mm. Somebody, somebody's getting mana hosed. They, they're way behind. You know, They've fallen way behind on land. Well, now they get to have their land drops every single turn um, because, because now they're going to have a mitt full of cards. Um, and I love that about this. Um, the, the, interest, the interesting part from the chaos... Um is whenever chaos ensues, draw a card. Now, just stop there. Chaos. Draw a card? That by itself, I mean, you're <laughs> getting to draw the card for chaos. That's that's more than enough for me, but you add in the idea that you're gonna be able to play an extra land. Mm. Um so I think that's I think that's great. Um I did find it interesting. Now, this is the first card we're pre- we're previewing, but this is a plane where something happens when you planes walk there, and then nothing happens. This card I mean, doesn't do anything on each person's upkeep. It's not a recurring thing. It's not... Uh, so It's not, it's not even not a static as though,
0: ability, yeah.
1: Right, it's nothing. You get there, you do something, you're done. To me, like... Why isn't... like The chaos ability is the only reason this isn't a phenomenon.
0: Right. I, I just... I think that's an you know an interesting setup um so i think it's definitely like a nice a nice plane for those people who have never played plane chase before and they're like yes. hesitant yeah um i think it's nice because like i said it does like fill up your hand maybe more than you sure can hold um yeah but i think that like if you know if somebody's that far ahead that you've now like eight or nine cards in hand like yeah. it's needed and right um i like that the chaos is still like the chaos generally will somehow refer back to whatever the 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 plane's ability is yeah and this is like a nice way to to deal with that um yeah. but it also doesn't shut out the people who the person with the highest number of lands on board like because they can right. still draw they could still draw a land and then they'd be yeah. able to play it um, I do right. like that and there's no, also just ramps.
1: Yeah, and there's nothing saying the person with the most land doesn't, even have, doesn't still have extra lands in hand. I mean, yeah. if you've ramped and that's sort of the way it went. Um, I keep looking at this and I, and I think to myself that what I would have preferred to see here would be um, when you planeswalk or on your upkeep, you... If you control fewer lands than the player who controls the most lands, mm. you search your library for a number of basic lands, less than or equal to the difference, reveal them, put them in your hand, then, shu- then shuffle. That way, you're the only one getting the benefit when you walk there. But on each person's upkeep, they're then going to get that benefit, assuming mm. that they don't have the, the most number of lands. I like that. But when it comes back to you, you're still not caught up. So yeah. in theory, you could do it again. So even if you're only like two lands behind, if, the, if you stay on this plane for a full circuit, you're going to get to find two basics and then on your next upkeep, find two more basics. <laughs> um, the other part is these are basics. Yeah. Your deck doesn't that... have more than five or eight basics. Um, I do think this is fun. Uh, this is definitely an interesting setup. Um, I don't think it... A lot of the planes in the past have been set up so you want to roll the die or you don't want to roll the die. And usually it's... You either want to roll chaos and you don't want to leave or you want to leave but you don't want to hit the chaos. Right. So there's always a push and a pull as to whether or not you want to roll the die. With this...
0: uh, There's no reason not to. Um... No,
1: unless you're... Unless you're, you know, well ahead in the game and you're not interested in the game continuing to be a plane chase game.
0: Right. I would say then, like, yeah, with your with your updated one, it at least gives you that like, do I do this pre-combat, do I do this post combat? Do I do this at all? Right. Uh, and like there's almost no benefit to not doing it. Um well, because, because it's done is the thing. Yeah.
1: There's rarely gonna be a time when there's a downside that you're not going to want to roll the plane or die.
0: That said, I like this one. Yeah. I hope to see it. Um, Up next, we have a place we have been, which is Alara. And uh, the shard, I guess, of Esper. Do you want to read this one? Sure,
1: I'll read this one. Uh, So this one's pretty straightforward. Artifact spells cost one less to cast, period. That's what Uh the plane does. Now, the chaos, the, the chaos effect is whenever chaos ensues, creatures you control that are white, blue, and or black
0: become artifacts.
1: Colors. Exactly. Become artifacts in addition to their other types until the end of the turn. Then, each artifact creature you control gains vigilance, menace, and lifelink until the end of the turn. So, they don't tap, they're harder to block, and you gain life when you swing. It's, so,
0: it's astonishing. <clears throat> um, yeah. This feels busted um Hmm. and it is one of those things where if you are in those colors great if you're playing if anyone at the table is playing an artifact deck either kill them or get off this plane like those are the two choices Um,
1: because one
0: less is a like very good because they're already trying to do that Um, and then Giving their white, blue, or black creatures also being artifacts, uh, yeah, is uh, is pretty good. Uh, giving them vigilance, lifelink, and menace is also very good because it just pads their life total and gives them blockers, right? Um, and I think that like with this, it is one of those things where like, like you are either having a great time or terrified,
1: right? So, Andy. If you are running an artifact deck that's, I don't know, let's say, let's say you're running white blue artifacts,
0: mm-hmm.
1: are you going to roll the planar die? Because this is what I was talking about just a couple minutes ago. Mm. Because you roll the die and you hit the chaos and suddenly you've got a chance to gain a pile of life, do some significant damage, and your creatures don't even tap. Mm.
0: I think but the of course wild you take thing... the
1: risk of leaving.
0: Yeah. I think the wild thing too is that that chaos ability isn't any target creature become, any target white, blue, or black creature becomes right. an artifact. It's all of your, those color creatures yeah. become artifacts and then, and then all of your artifact creatures get all those things. Right. Uh, so like the payoff is huge. Um, yeah, I'm going to roll. Okay. Um I think mostly because like, I think I'll roll after I play the things that I want. I think the fact that this gives your artifact spells one less means that you're going to yeah. have more open mana to roll. So like play your artifacts and then roll. If you're in a position that like it would be beneficial to attack with everything mm-hmm. roll. Cause then, I mean the worst that's going to happen at that point is that you just leave. Um, oh yeah, this one's cool. Right. I mean, it's just oh, like, yeah. you know, it's just like the, all the other Alara ones where like, if yeah. you are a creature or if you are a, Player that's playing creatures of that color, like mm-hmm. this, is great, and the chaos will absolutely help you. You have to weigh whether or not you're in a position that, if you leave that plane, um, are you going to still be okay? So, um, something something else to consider. Um,
1: red red artifact decks are a little a little more rare. But they do exist, um, man. Maybe if one of my opponents is playing full on Esper artifact, I'll still roll. But if I'm running a red artifact deck, I don't think I'm rolling. I think I'm just going to sit here. Mm. I mean, because the chaos is not going to give me a bonus,
0: right? Like I think about so. like my, uh, I think about even my Galazeth Prismari deck where it's blue red artifacts. Yeah, I don't know if I'd roll like right the things will get like only your
1: stuff. right because only your blue creatures are getting the benefit yeah because even even your uh yeah yeah you're right huh i kept looking at this with and thinking about treasures and trying to think how treasures could possibly work well with this but mm. unless you can make them into creatures then, yeah. then it's not really going to do anything so um <clears throat> yeah. there are ways to do that
0: um Well,
1: uh, we happen to know that Broodiclad is in one of the new decks. And uh, that is a great way to take a lot of treasures, turn them into an artifact creature that suddenly... Right. And then now suddenly you have an artifact creature um, that has... Oh, well, all of your artifact creature
0: tokens now have Vigilance,
1: Menace, and Lifelink until the end of the turn. Yeah.
0: Um, Yeah. Up next, we are revisiting Kaladesh and going to the city? Of Ghirapur? I think so. Cool. I didn't know if it was like a continent or something, but we're going to Gear report The beginning of combat on your turn, until the end of turn, each non-creature, non-vehicle artifact you control becomes a 5-3 vehicle in addition to its other types and gains Trample, Haste, and Crew 2. Uh, yeah. Which, which is excellent. If, uh, you're somehow on two planes at once, this and that last one, you definitely want to roll Chaos. Uh, this chaos ability says whenever chaos ensues return target non-creature artifact card from your graveyard to your hand which uh that's pretty good if you're playing any sort of artifacts that are either mm-hmm. being destroyed or sacrificed uh mm-hmm. it gets it gets them back it's this so
1: go ahead real quick um this is a plane you're either going to love or hate because at the beginning of coming on your turn, until the end of the turn, each non-creature, non-vehicle artifact... Oh, you mean treasures? So each treasure becomes a, each treasure you control becomes a 5-3 vehicle at, with, uh, with crew 2. At that point, it's just, do you have enough creatures to crew this stuff?
0: Yeah, a bunch of 5-3s, even, like, even if you're just playing you know, white weenies or something... Uh, a way to just like crew all of them and just go in with five three tramplers is uh, yeah a bit busted. I mean, it's pretty sweet. I think that I think that this this plane in particular, or this this city, <laughs> this area of the plane, uh, I think we'll see less uh, unfairness than some of the ones that we've already looked at. Yeah, um, but I well, think it's, yeah because
1: the restrictor on that is, is the crew too. You still have to be able to crew it. So, you know, even someone who has 15 treasures. Okay, great. You have 15 vehicles, but you still have to be able to crew them all. Mm -hmm. Um, But, and it's going to happen.
0: What I like about this, and, and we probably have already heard more of the story. And I think we might get more of this during the aftermath part. Uh, these work really well with the pilots from Neon Dynasty. Yeah. Um, and from what I've heard and from what I, I I like to think where this story is going is that there's like open portals to each of the planes and like, you know, you've got all the planes kind of working harmoniously. Uh, and so, you know, the idea that a Kamagawan pilot would come over to Girapur and pilot these these artifacts is pretty sweet because the pilots they say crew like they can crew essentially like as if the crew was one less um so one ones would be able to crew crew two Um, yeah but man i don't i don't think i have much more to say about this right i guess the
1: one other thing i should say is that the chaos the chaos is just plain good mm. for all kinds of decks because virtually all of us run some kind of an artifact, yeah. um, and whether it's you know some whether it's a, a mana rock that you have to pay to untap or it's uh, it, take your pick. There's always something that you're probably going to be happy to have brought back to your hands so you can get another enter the battlefield trigger. Um, uh, yeah, I, I think that. Uh, I think that, the, that bodes well.
0: So I think the interesting thing here is that you like I'm pressed to find a type of deck that would not want to roll here. Because yeah. like you'd either want to roll to leave or you'd want to roll to get the chaos and you'd be fine with either. But there's no de- there's no deck that wants to stay here. Uh, like if you're a vehicle deck, you're already running vehicles. Um, right. I, can,
1: I mean, I. I can see it being a benefit for through your your combat. Mm. But realistically, once you've done it once, I don't know that you're going to want to stick around to be able to try and do it again because um, most of your stuff is going to be tapped. I think all maybe vehicles that you're swinging with are tapped. Everything you use to crew is tapped. Your yeah, you know, yeah. Th- th- this is this is one big swing kind of place.
0: <laughs> I think maybe if your vehicles like if this made your vehicles like power equal to their mana value or something mm-hmm. uh maybe but like i don't know then then people with big cree or big uh big artifacts would want to stay here but yeah i don't know um i think even like kaladesh like vehicle decks don't like this doesn't affect them yeah, because it doesn't affect vehicles. Uh, it's just yeah. odd.
1: Yeah, you're right. I mean, there's the pilot aspect. Uh, I mean, I guess in theory, it does give you if you can crew two, then it gives you a five-three vehicle, which you could then use to crew something that that requires a crew that is crew four or five. Yeah,
0: but, I maybe yeah. maybe you're right though. Like maybe the one the deck the deck that wants to stay here is treasures. Yeah, Because so. like you're not going to feel bad about right. losing a treasure.
1: Right. I look. I look at this and I think to myself, I've got a number of decks, just that. Run, uh, just mana rocks. Mm-hmm. So if I, you know, I can picture a time when I might have, uh, six, six artifacts that aren't treasures, that would become five three vehicles that have crew two. Um, I think that this can be a beast. Um, yeah so
0: um up next we've got innis Hain. uh plain cried uh from the picture it looks fairly lorwin-esque um you've got a giant tree that kind of resembles the world tree slash realm breaker right um and then like a like a nice idyllic town on the side of a hill leaning up against it um It says, when you planeswalk to Innishain, and at the beginning of your upkeep, mill three cards. Cool. Much better than some of the other mill ones that we've seen. Um, And then when you planeswalk away from Innishain, each player returns all land cards from the graveyard to the battlefield tapped. (laughs) Wow. Uh, That's awesome. Uh, Whenever chaos ensues, return target non-land card from your graveyard to your hand. Which, I mean, that's that's great this this may be one of my new favorites
1: okay so just to be clear you are going to planeswalk away from this at some point so all the cards that are in your graveyard will come onto the battlefield tap when you planeswalk away all the lands okay never mind
0: yeah so it's like no it's not i was thinking all cards
1: yeah, this is going to get back your fabled passage, your Terramorphic expanse. The anything that uh, gets milled, your anything. Well, and the the lands you use to search, and yeah, anything that gets milled. If you're milling three cards, then in theory, one of them uh, there should be a there should be one land in yep. each of those in each of those mills. So if you stick around long enough to go through two upkeeps, you should have two lands in there, plus maybe. One or two lands that you've, you know, that you've sacrificed to get other lands. Yeah. And then you plans walk away and you get all those back onto the battlefield tapped. That's I not think, bad.
0: I think one of my favorite things about this is that, like, you're milling three each turn. That's nothing. You're, you have a yep. hundred card deck. Like, you are yep. not worried about the mill here. It, it yep. is just as good on the bottom of your library. I mean, unless you're playing Grenzo. Um <laughs> but yeah. like unless it, like if you have no ways to get things out of your graveyard it's just as good at, as being somewhere else in the library because it doesn't matter until you can't draw again like right. that's just that's yeah that's mill in edh is like it doesn't matter until it's done um,
1: right if unless unless you're dying to mill these cards i don't see any reason to not roll the plane or die
0: Hmm.
1: You're gonna roll the plane or die, and if you get chaos, then you're returning a non land card from your graveyard to your hand. Sounds good to me. <laughs> if you roll if you roll the planeswalk away, great. Now you're getting all those lands into play. You've milled the three on your turn, because you did it on your upkeep, and you've prevented other players from getting to do that. Yeah. And... so why wouldn't you do it? I mean, unless you are unless you somehow think that we're going to get all the way back around to your turn. So you can mill three more cards. Come on. That's just not realistic. So roll and get off of there and try and get the benefit for just you. Yeah. So.
0: And I think that that's kind of the thing with this is that uh, like with, there are other planes that will allow you to interact with your graveyard if you don't already have that in your deck. Yeah. Uh, So the chances that you go there, are there um you may mm-hmm. be able to get the things that you milled so like i'm always a proponent of don't get too mad at the mill player um because like i said it doesn't matter until you're dead um they're filling your library
1: for you and at yeah. some point you're going to be able to do something to get one or more of those cards out maybe onto the battlefield or into your hand
0: yeah honestly um,
1: until you're dead they're doing you a favor so
0: and um you know we've we've only we've only looked at four of them so far but i feel like this might be a general consensus going forward with all of them where they they really fine tune these so that you as any player will always want to be rolling the die you want to roll the die as many times yeah. as possible uh, and it's it seems like they really I don't want to say learn their lesson because they did it right the first time but they really like honed their craft on these ones um in terms of like encouraging you to roll reminding you to roll whether it's get away from something bad get something good or have the chance of chaos so
1: right now i know we're about to go to the break but just half the fun of plane chase is flipping the card to go to the new plane and see and see what's going to happen whether we're going to get hosed or benefited or maybe one player gets, gets the benefit or whatever. But the whole point is you want to roll. So you don't want to get to a plane where you don't want the chaos. So you don't want to roll and you want to stay where we are. So you don't want to roll. You always want to have at least one part of this, one part of that card say, don't you want to roll? Don't you want to roll? (laughs) Because that's the whole point, the whole point of plane chase. Plane chase is adding chaos to your game. Well, then let it add chaos to your game. Encourage players to roll the dice.
0: Yeah. Remind them. Or the put die. a die on top of your deck. Oh um, yeah. And if somebody put if somebody passes the turn to you and you haven't picked up your card yet to draw and they're like, "Oh, actually I want to roll." Let them. Yep. Uh, yep. we're going to take it up. A, let them roll. We're going to take a break real quick. We're going to come back with four more of these uh, I'm so excited. But I have to use the bathroom. So we'll be right back. (laughs) This
1: episode of Tenable False Pod is brought to you by the Ghirapuri Travel Board. Come pick out our cool rides.
0: See that sword? It's a car. See that rock? It's a car. Welcome to Kaladesh. See that citadel? It's a car. See that helmet? It's a car. See that immovable rod? It's a car. That would be a stick shift. (laughs) Oh. <laughs> it's also a dud it doesn't go anywhere mm. all right we're back thanks to the uh Ghiripori travel agency for that one um talked about some some planes because we're we're just so excited that there's new planes for plane chase it's been 10 years Something like that. Yeah. It's been a long time. And, man, I'm just so excited. Because I, I know at the beginning of the year, we talked about uh, wanting more planes. And I don't think that they had announced it yet. No. Um, and then when they did announce it, I think we had another yes. episode about plane chase.
1: There was dancing. We, there was we dancing in even, the streets.
0: We might have even talked about you know, where we wanted to uh, come back to uh, yeah. in terms of new planes before they announced it but yeah uh if you want to see what we predicted for planes we have a whole episode about what we wanted from future Oof. planes go check it out links yeah. in the description um the next one i remember we definitely talked about the plane um this is definitely not what we had in no mind, this is not what we had but in mind. it's cool but i like this yeah
1: we're talking about ketria it's on the plane of ikoria Mm -hmm. When you planeswalk to Ketria, and at the beginning of your upkeep, put your choice of a Vigilance, Menace, or Trample counter
0: on target creature you control. So before we go any further, what do you you think you're going to choose most of the time?
1: Depends on the size of the
0: creatures that I
1: have. I guess that's fair. If I got something big, I'm probably going to put i I don't know that i'm I don't know that I'm ever gonna use menace
0: yeah that's when fair. i c when I
1: have trample unless unless I'm looking for a single swing and I don't want it blocked at all and I happen to know that I've got an opponent with just one creature it mm. it just seems so rare
0: um i think I think a lot of the time I'm gonna take vigilance yeah and honestly same because I think honestly I have more ways to give trample in more decks than I have ways to give vigilance and Vigilance is supremely underrated. Uh... Yes,
1: especially if you have a creature that has a tap, a tap ability. Mm. Um, vigilance works wonders. You can now swing with it, and still use use that creature's ability at the end of your last opponent's end step. I think that's a beautiful thing. Um, I, I will say this: this may actually encourage me to go out and get those dice that have all of the. The creature abilities on the, on different sides of the dice because mm. um, that would be very handy with this. However, Infinitokens uh, Tokens so,
0: also has those little circles. The little tokens. circles,
1: yes. Those would be good too. Um, so for chaos, uh, whenever chaos ensues, exile cards from the top of your library until you exile a non-land permanent card. Put that card onto the battlefield or into your hand. Oh my God. So we're skipping over the sorceries, we're skipping over the instants, we're just going to play until we hit over the the lands. We're just going to find a permanent, the first one, and you can put it onto the battlefield. So we got what? Four
0: creatures, artifacts, enchantments, battles now, planeswalkers.
1: Yes. I think that's it. I think so. And if you don't want them on the battlefield at that point, you could just put it in your hand. Off the top of my head, of course, I can't think of a single reason why I wouldn't want to put it on the battlefield. But I'm sure there are plenty. I'm sure there are hostile battlefields where you're, if you put, you know, if you had a, a small creature that, where all creatures are getting minus two, minus two, hmm. there are reasons to put it in your hand. But, wow. Um, that is definitely going to make me want to roll all the time. Yeah. And honestly, being on the plane, on, again, on my upkeep... I get a benefit. So now, once I've had the benefit on my upkeep, why do I want to stay there? Mm. I, want, I don't want anyone else to get the benefit because these are counters. They're going to stay on the creature. And then I can roll to get chaos to put something else on the battlefield or leave. I like either of those options. Um, and when you realize that that Vigilance, Menace, or Trample counter... I mean, your opponent gets to choose what creature that's going on. Mm. So, you know, so when I'm deciding whether or not I want to roll again, and I know Andy is up next, and he's got his 6-6 uh, six, six Sun Titan. Sun Titan! I I don't think I want Sun Titan to have any of those abilities. Does it not, not. already
0: have Trample? I mean, Vigilance?
1: No, it doesn't. Hmm. Well, whether it does or doesn't, I don't want it to have Trample. <laughs> I'll be honest, uh,
0: I don't think I've ever played a Sun Titan before.
1: <laughs> fair enough. Uh, <laughs> a dragon. Yeah. And he has a 6-6 dragon out. Do I really want that dragon to have Vigilance? I know, right? Or Menace. Oh, God. Oh, great, a great. So now my 1-1 creature, one, one creature that can, that's up there to
0: chump block your dragon now can't do it. I mean, that's I have, that's... That was one of the, the, the best things of... Uh, who's that odd commander? Uh, you're, you're oh, Yenit Yenit yeah. Yennet, cryptic sovereign, yeah. The, the best thing about Yennit is that she has menace in addition to flying. It, right.
1: Now, again, what we just said was I would always take trample, and honestly, if you pulled menace off of Yennet and put trample on, I think Yennet's better. But there you go. Yeah. I, whatever the situation... I just think you want to roll every time.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So. I again, it's it's what we were talking about before the break. Is they they designed these very well to encourage you to always roll because yeah. this chaos is very good compared to moderate. Uh, yeah, ability the static ability. Um, right. So what I like about this is that I believe Ketria um, is the trium of. Uh, green blue red so it's a teamer Um, and that ability the uh, the chaos ability is taken straight from iluna apex of wishes uh, okay seen here i've got the card up um it's a legendary creature beast elemental dinosaur and it's it i mean it's it's mutate ability is the same exile cards from the top of your library into exile an online permanent card put that card onto the battlefield or into your hand Uh, And I think it's just really cool how flavorful that is in this. Um, So, yeah. Ketria. Very nice. Up next, we've got Litjara from the cool, cool, cool plane of Kaldheim.
1: You could even say cold plane.
0: Yeah. Litjara says, when you planeswalk to Litjara and at the beginning of your upkeep, create a 2-2 blue shapeshifter, creature token with changeling. It's every okay. creature type. Yes. Um, sure. Um, when Whenever chaos ensues, choose a creature type, put a plus one, plus one counter on each creature you control of that type. So even if you're not playing theme decks, uh, you're getting a thing to put plus one, plus one counters on when chaos eventually ensues. Um,
1: well, basically what this says is, do you have a creature you really want to put plus one plus one counters on? When you yeah, roll chaos, to. you put it on that creature and you put it on all of the shapeshifters that you have out. Probably one, maybe two. But it just means that your that 2-2 two, two blue shapeshifter is now a 3-3, three, three, whereas mm. everybody else's is only a 2-2. Two, two. So um, obviously this I think this plane is... Uh, I mean, with a chaos ability like that... Uh, if you've got anybody in your group who's running a goblin deck or running an elf deck or running mm. whatever deck, soldiers, take your pick, whatever it is, got to get the hell out of there. You have <laughs> yep. to get the hell out of there. You cannot. You do not want to
0: have them roll chaos. Especially um, if you're playing that type of deck, you're already playing anthem effects that oh yeah. pump yeah. same type creatures. Um, and... I, like, the the moderate benefit of getting an extra 2-2 each upkeep is pretty nice. Yeah. But, like, it does not overcome the, like, chaos ability. Right. So, like, it encourages you to roll. Because, like, at worst you leave and now you have an extra 2-2. Right. Um, so.
1: Yeah. I like it. And, again, I think you, you want to roll. Mm. You want to roll every time.
0: What I like about this card is that we did see a Kaldheim card before. Like we had a we had a Kaldheim, yeah. Uh, yeah play yeah, that was a but it was uh, well before we were ever going to Kaldheim. right. Uh, now we know what the place is like. This yeah. seems fairly flavorful as well.
1: Yeah, so. I like it. Very nice.
0: Um, the next
1: mm-hmm. one. Uh, this is the Megaflora Jungle. We're on the plane of Gargantikar. I don't know anything about the plane of gargantikar but i think i know everything i need to know about the plane of (laughs) gargantikar based on the name each creature with a mana value two or less gets plus two plus two so your little stuff is big uh for chaos whenever chaos ensues create a one one green insect creature token with flying named butterfly so Mm. as long as you're there you roll the chaos you instantly get a 3 3 flyer because that's what's happening here. So
0: I like too that bad. it is still an insect, so like your insect strategies still apply. Yeah, um, but it is specifically a butterfly, right? And it has flying. Um, it, yeah, I, I will
1: say that's... in the with the right deck, this is this is one of those planes where you're not going to roll. Yeah, a lot of your creatures cost two or less, you're going to want to stick around now. That's not necessary. you know, how many decks is that going to affect? Probably not that many, but if, if that's you, you're definitely not going to want to leave. Yeah. I don't think rolling chaos to get a 1-1 a one, one flyer, even if it is going to be a 3-3 three, three flyer, means anything. Because you probably already have flyers. Um, so I, I can see you not wanting to roll there. Uh, for, for all of the rest of us, some of your uh, cheaper creatures, which probably aren't doing a whole lot anyway, Get a little bigger, well, yeah. You know, so they do.
0: It makes it harder for people to attack you, you know, into your yeah. land of war elf. That's a three three. Um, I think the thing with so like, while the design is less than desired, um, I think planes walking away is like I think because it yeah. doesn't do a lot. I think planes walking away is more than enough excitement to yeah encourage you to roll but i think this is one of
1: those planes where if you if you if it comes out early in the game when people don't have a lot of mana to spend to re-roll um all it takes is for you to have your your 1-1 soul warden Mm. on the battlefield now it's a 3-3 you're getting free hits you're going to get some free hits early on um and if you happen to roll chaos to get the uh, butterfly well, then you get to swing in the air for three damage on the following turn, so... Yeah.
0: I think what yeah. this card does specifically for me is be excited to eventually go to Garganticar. Um, and I think what worries me about it is the interaction with tokens. Uh, because, obviously, yeah. you know, it makes tokens that are bigger now. Yeah. But with copy tokens... It's a Ah. little different. And those are going to be the ways, those are going to be places you have to like pay extra attention to. Yeah. Because like, you know, say I make a token of Sun Titan or a a copy of Sun Titan, it's going to be a a six mana creature still. Um, Yeah. There are certain things that would make it not, but like in general, your copies are going to be whatever the original was.
1: Yeah. The ones who want to stay here are the ones who are making, you know, 15 one, one Sapperling tokens.
0: Yeah, or your your soldier <laughs> decks, or yeah, yeah. like your your white weenie decks. Your you know,
1: any anything that's producing a, that's producing mass token creatures. So yeah. they're not copying. They're just a they're just a token creature because then their mana value is definitely less than two. So then they'll get the bonus. But um, Megaflora Jungle, another one looks like fun, and yeah, mm. I do look forward to seeing when this uh, when they try and run a whole build an entire set around Gargantikar
0: yeah i i would love to see what else is going on there because i mean you know with with the akoria one with uh what was it Lit uh ketria you know you you have a very specific site of, like if this was your introduction to akoria you have a very specific site of what akoria is now um right but it's not representative of the whole plane um, yeah so it's cool um
1: so this is our last one for tonight
0: Sure. I think yep. we have time for one or two more, but uh we'll we'll see where we are at the end of this one. So yep. next one up is Nak Naktiman. I'm sorry for butchering that pronunciation. It's on Amonket. Um this is uh notably the home of Samut, uh the the Amonkhet planeswalker. Mm-hmm. Which is great. Anyway, uh each creature card in your graveyard has embalm. It's embalm cost is equal to its mana cost. Embalming, for those who weren't around in Amonket. exile a creature card from your graveyard and pay its embalm cost. Create a token that's a copy of it, except it's a white zombie in addition to its other types with no mana cost. Embalm only as a sorcery. So this would actually work pretty well with your, your uh, mega Megaflora jungle. Uh, this right. is pretty sweet. I like embalm as a mechanic. Um, I hope that we see it next time we go to Amonkhet.
1: Um. Yeah, it means yeah. you get to do all your creatures twice.
0: Yeah, it's it's chaos. Of course, flows nicely into the, into the 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 sea of it all. Uh, whenever chaos ensues, you may discard a card if you do draw a card. Great for working out what's in your hand, but also great to put cards into your graveyard. Yep. so you can embalm them. So, uh, yeah, it's it's pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah, and something
1: we we haven't seen on the last couple of cards is this is one where you get up get that push and pull again. Mm. Uh, you know, I want to roll because I want chaos, so I can discard a card, but I don't want to roll for fear that all planes walk away. Yeah, because if I want to be discarding so I can play cards from the graveyard, um, then I don't really want to roll. So uh, I think it's tough because I think and pull that on this one.
0: Yeah, I think that the push and pull could have easily gone the other way. I think it would have been more difficult if the two abilities were flipped. Um, Yeah. Like, if it was, like, at the beginning of your upkeep, discard a card if you do draw a card. Yeah. Um, And then if you roll chaos, your creatures get embalmed. But I think, like, at worst, planes walking away just means that you don't get to kind of cheat it a little, you know? Right. Um,
1: Something else to keep in mind? The uh, chaos it says you may discard a card. Mm. So you don't have, if you want to keep your cards and you roll chaos, you just don't do anything.
0: So also another an thing to keep in mind is that if you're putting it directly into the graveyard just to embalm it, just play the card. It's the same cost. Yeah. There's same no benefit card. of it coming out of the graveyard unless you're playing right. things like Sir Conrad, but uh,
1: just or, play the, Yeah, Or, yeah. yeah, I mean, I guess the idea is that if you don't want to discard one of your non-creature cards because then you
0: can't embalm it but um either way i get what you're saying yeah i would say that the biggest thing the biggest encouragement to roll would be to planes walk away so your opponents cannot embalm yeah because embalming is specifically sorcery speed right um but uh yes. yeah and
1: because it's sorcery speed you can't respond to uh planes Plane, mm. The planes, Plane Chase dies. So Exactly. Mm, something you'll definitely want to do before you roll.
0: Um, I think we have time for one more. And okay. I think it's, it's a good good point to finish it because then we'll come back sure. next week with a very cool one. Um, up next we have the beautiful Dominaria, uh, New Argive.
1: So New Argive on the Plane of Dominaria. Whenever a, a historic creature... You control attacks. It gets plus two, plus two until the end of the turn. Uh, Artifacts, legendaries, and sagas are historic. I don't know how many sagas are going to be attacking, but there you go. (laughs) Uh, The chaos. Whenever chaos ensues, reveal cards from the top of your library until you reveal a historic card. Put that card in your hand and the rest on the bottom of your library in a random order.
0: At worst, you're shuffling your deck.
1: Well, I mean, a historic card, an artifact, a legendary creature,
0: or a saga. Yeah. What are the chances? What are the chances you're... The chances
1: are real good you're going to find an artifact. At worst. um, Practically speaking, you probably have a a few legendaries in there somewhere. You probably have a legendary creature that's not your commander, that's probably in your library. And yeah, artifacts, I mean, they're out there. So I, I don't think that's going to be... Terrible and yeah, like you said, worst case scenario you shuffle. Um,
0: so, Andy, what do you think of the first ability? Um, again, I think it's a it's it's very good with artifact based decks. Um, yeah,
1: because you're looking at this is essentially artifact creatures and legendary creatures, mm. right?
0: Artifact creatures, legendary creatures. Your vehicles will be getting bigger. Um, okay sagas I'm sure there are ways to animate sagas yeah um, I don't know if the, I don't think that this counts the backside of sagas like the flip sagas from I don't uh, think so
1: um, but if Beyond all Dynasty. of your creatures are getting plus two they're they're all getting plus two plus two right. so as you say, if you're running a primarily artifact deck, you're getting a a, a pretty significant bonus on the attack now there's no That's trample, there's sad. no menace there's no evasion but
0: that said. Plus two, plus two is yeah. not a lot. Like, it's it's fine. Like, it's, I don't know. It's it's only a little better than nothing. Um, I mean, I don't want to look a gift horse in the mouth, but, like, unless you have a go-wide strategy, this is nothing.
1: Um, yeah, you're looking at go-wide or you're looking at um, fopters.
0: Mm. Like some Just, sort of invasive, like, yeah.
1: Right, because if you've already got a you know a six six legendary creature, well, okay, sure, now it's an eight eight, and that's decent, but it's not. That's not game changing. The only time that's ever game changing is if you're doing Voltron Commander. You know, and that extra plus two is going to be, you know, get you that much get get you a turn closer to taking somebody out with Commander damage.
0: But you know what this is good for? What's that? Bruticly. Because all of Bruticlad's tokens are artifact tokens.
1: Are artifact tokens. Um, So, all of the, even just at base, because Bruticlad will make a 2 1 mirror token, which becomes a 4 3 mirror token.
0: Which is significant.
1: Which is significant.
0: A wall of them.
1: Right. Now, the key to remember, and this is true for obviously for every plane, you're not building your deck around this. This is something you're stumbling onto. Mm. So, if you're running Bruticlad, great. If you're if you're not well, too bad. I will say, of the first nine planes that we've looked at so far, it really seems like running an artifact deck is the way to go. <laughs> there seems to be a lot of planes so far that benefit artifacts. Now, I suspect that that's because at least one, we know that at least one of the decks, one of the commander decks, is artifact. Is artifact yeah. based. As we go along, I'm sure we'll find that other other themes will be coming to the fore, but. Um, yeah, I, I think, think you know it looks fun, and I can see why I can see why you'd want to stay. I can see why you'd want to go, um, and the chaos is just. I, I mean, sure, there are going to be some decks that really key off that plus two plus two, but I think most are going to want to be like, well, you know what? I'll give that up for a chance at the at chaos.
0: Right, to draw a card so, essentially. Yeah, that's all you're doing. Yes, um, right. And like it's nice because it is like slightly, you know, restricted draw. Like you're not drawing a land unless it's yeah. an artifact land, right? Um, or I guess a saga land if you've got Urza's Saga. But at worst, um, you're
1: getting your 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 worst
0: historic card. <laughs> yeah, uh, which is probably a mana rock. Yeah, like a like a, a signet, rocked, I guess.
1: Uh, a poorly timed legend. I, mm. I I don't even. I guess you could hit a legendary land that doesn't really do anything. Cobbled I mean, wings. in my, in my deck, <laughs> in one of my decks, I could see you know doing this and hitting Tolaria, you know.
0: As, oh yeah, legendary my legendary land.
1: There. So yeah, and Tolaria for those who don't know, taps for blue or it taps and uh, I believe its target creature with banding loses banding. Yeah, yeah,
0: not that nice. exciting. So, they did bring horsemanship uh, back, so we'll see. We'll see. Who knows? Who um, knows? Oh God, I I can't imagine the mess that would bring. Um, oh. But as we as we wrap things up, I, I mean, our next one, our next one's sweet, and you won't want to miss it. I mean, if you if you've been following Plane Chase at all, you know what it is. Uh, it, like I mean, I I keep hinting at it because. I I've always loved spatial merging as a phenomenon, which is like the next like you flip over to you get two uh, planes and then you planes walk to them both at the same time. Um, the next one, oh man, yeah, no, I just I I can't wait for next week's episode. Uh, but I mean, I think the thing with these is we wanted to kind of talk about them separate from really you know, obviously the the reprints ones. We wanted to kind of, like, I, I didn't really read many of them until until Bruce. Right. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to sit down and chill and talk to Bruce about hey, this is so exciting. We're doing it. Oh um, yeah. And I think that uh, that's what you can kind of expect from this season. It's just uh, some chill vibes, talking about you know, the things we love. Uh, it's the spring, baby. You bet. Uh, it's gonna be the summer soon. It's getting warmer. We're getting getting some nice vibes down here in Cali, and uh, we'll uh, we'll. I'm I'm excited for the second half of the season. That's all I can say. Oh yeah. Uh, but hey, come back next week. Or Temple of the False Spot, where decks are not optimized, but our plays sure as heck are fun. I'm Andy, and I love Plane Chase. I am Bruce,
1: and I love Plane Chase even more.
0: Yeah, that might be true. Uh, <laughs> go play some Magic for me. Come back next week, we're going to talk about eight more planes that have been revealed. And hey, by next Wednesday think by next wednesday in fact as of airing those decks with the new planes are revealed in two days so go play some mother some some march of the machine get down and dirty play some plane chase have a great night and may your fifth land be the temple bye wait wait before you go I just wanted to say thank you for listening. You can reach out to us via email at falsepodmtg at gmail.com or on Twitter at falsepodmtg. Bruce is at manaburned and I'm at andyweekend, though you'll definitely notice I use the podcast Twitter far more often. Now that we've got you here, make sure you subscribe, like, rate us on uh, whatever podcast platform you use. It helps us out. It gets us more reach. Subscribe to us on our YouTube channel, Uh, like a video there, leave some comments for more casual enjoyment. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back with some more timeless discussions about all things casual. So come hang out, and may your fifth land be the temple. Bye-bye. Should I do my best, Bruce? Bye!